Hello from Clio Cloud Conference 2017 in New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm Sam Glover. I'm Nicole Abood. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. Thank you so much for joining us on the road. It's a pleasure to be here in the Big Easy. Today we're talking about Nicole Abood's presentation on millennials. Yep. Who they are, what to expect when you hire them, all that kind of stuff. Yes, we are mysterious, mythical creatures. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nicole, thanks for being with us. And before we get to the substance of your presentation, who are you and what do you do? Sure. So I am the founder of Abood Media, and what we do is create videos and podcasts for lawyers and law firms. And you are also the host of the Gen Y podcast. That's true, yes. So I produce and host the Gen Y Lawyer podcast. I've uh, been going on for a little while. I love it. Uh, I teach at a college as well. And um, yeah, I spend my time just reading up on podcasts. That's awesome. And since the Gen Y podcast is about millennials, that's a great place to go and listen for more information after you finish listening to this show. So give us like the give us the encapsulated version of your presentation. Sure. So a lot of law firm owners are noticing that more well, the younger generation of uh, lawyers, so millennial lawyers, are coming into the profession and they're struggling to understand what motivates them, uh, how how they tick, what gets them going as employees. So I figured for this presentation, I'd talk a little bit about what motivates. Uh, millennial clients to yep. hire lawyers in the first place, and then what it is that millennial employees who are being hired by law firms, what are they looking for in an employer? So uh, are millennials really aliens? Because <laughs> it, no, it, it sometimes feels like that's how people talk about them. Like they're these fuddy-duddy bo baby boomers uh, on the one end, or, or maybe Gen Xers on the one side, and then there's millennials, and it's like they're staring at each other across the high school <laughs> dance floor, not sure how to ask each other to dance or something. Right? And there's always someone who needs to go first. Uh, no, you know, we're not. So we're really not. And I say this just having finished an entire presentation that's only about millennials, <laughs> but I think just people are changing in general, just culture, society, lawyers, the profession is changing altogether. So I think these changes, quote unquote, that millennials, um, or what's making millennials different is the fact that we're open and vocal about what we want. Yep. Um, and I think a lot of baby boomers, uh, Gen Xers are realizing, you know what, yes, we want that too. We just never knew we could ask for it kind of thing. So it's just, we're just talking about it out in the open. But no, we're definitely not mysterious. It's the natural evolution of human <laughs> beings. So my takeaway from the client side was that millennials um, uh, value the online world as an aspect of your sort of existence. Yes. Um, and, and if you don't have... Uh, a social media pre presence that looks like you're a normal person <laughs> online and off. Um, if you don't have a website, uh, it makes you look like you're not a full person. And the other piece of my takeaway was that millennials want to work with you, not just pay you to deliver a product. Yes. Um, so communication, uh, having an online manifestation of your personality and your firm, um, and then more a more collaborative approach to law practice. Did I get that right? Yeah, no, okay. you did. And I think this is something that other industries understand already. So I think lawyers are warming up to this idea of actually being normal and personable and likable online. But I, I worry a little bit saying that if you don't exist online, you don't exist at all. Because a lot oh, I'll of, say it. I mean, <laughs> right? I mean, it's definitely a huge, very important component because it's, again, people are turning to their phones, are researching, they're going to look you up and... I see as a, I think it's great. I think it's good having an online presence because you want people to know more about you before even meeting you. So there's a there was this ABA study a couple years ago that 
Um, and I keep coming back to it because it just shocked me every time. And it was something like only, I don't know if it was only one third or two thirds or whatever, but on, it was only that amount of lawyers are actually even on Facebook. Oh, okay. Which is A, alarming because, you know, what, 80, 90% of the normal population is. Yeah. So what's what's weird about, and maybe it's lawyers that are the, that are the aliens. <laughs> But then the other piece, in my personal experience, many of the lawyers who are on Facebook are just treating it like it's a highway and they're walking around with a billboard on their yes, face. Yes, exactly. That's what it is. And yeah. I wonder if those stats reflect uh, actual firm pages, not right. personal pages, probably. But uh, either way, you should have some kind of firm page, some kind of presence. And you're right. It's a, There's a lot of, I don't know if this is a technical term, but push marketing where... We're just treating everything, mm -hmm. all our social media platforms like billboards where we're just pushing out everything we're doing. If we win a million dollar settlement, we just want to announce it a bunch of times. Uh, if we write a blog, we're, we're just pushing that all the time. But it's I see them as tools to communicate. I mean, people are there, so just talk to people. That's all it takes. I think I heard this on one of your recent podcasts, but um, or maybe it was uh, in today, but you said millennials uh, as employees want to be able to bring their whole selves to work. Um, and, and I think... What we've just been talking about is a little bit of the flip side, which is a lot of lawyers are reluctant to bring their whole selves to to social media, um, yeah. and that reads as phony. Okay, I think. So I think it's a it's a it's a dance you got to do as a lawyer mm -hmm. because yeah, you want to bring your whole self to work and to social media, mm -hmm. but of course you you can't really because you're still representing. You still have to be somewhat professional, but for the aspects of your life that show, I mean, if you're out participating in a charity event or doing a run or walking your dog, those are elements that you can, yeah. they're still professional and you can, you should be able to show them on social media. But in terms of bringing yourself to work, that's an interesting concept that I personally am still delving into as well, just feeling like you belong. Uh, but that's different than well, how you show up on social media. But let's transition because you yeah. also talked about kind of your top three things for uh, hiring millennial and managing millennial employees yeah. is flexibility, uh, feedback, and growth and development are the three priorities. None of which should sound weird to a Gen X or a baby boomer. I know, right, exactly. So, <laughs> and I don't know why these are things that we have to, we being millennials, have to d push for or demand um, from our employers because it should be something law firm leaders are offering anyways or are doing or are incorporating. They should want to offer their employees flexible hours because why do you want to have them in the office all the time? Um, and you should want them to grow as just humans and just lawyers in general. So these are things law firms should offer. Um, a lot of them do. I would say a great amount don't actually. So, but I, I don't think most lawyers know how to like nurture an employee. That's I think that's a new concept. Good, lots of lawyers do, but I think it's a new concept for a lot of lawyers who just want to hire somebody and push a file at them and have them do it. And yeah. once a year, I bring them into my office to say good job. Yeah, and exactly. that's not enough for millennials. Is, is the bottom line. And you know what? I think that's that's just changing in business in general. Just the culture of business in society is changing from one of being. Um, where there is this division between the superior, the supervisors and the employees where it's pushed down from the top to yeah. the bottom. I think that's changing. I don't know if that's optimistic, but I, I think it's changing in the business world. I think the legal world's going to catch up as well where taking care of your employees, no matter the generation, obviously, is obviously going to bring you better results as a law firm in the long run. So why not take care of them and actually and, and treat them like humans? And I'm hearing the same message again, which is communication, collaboration, uh, working together as a team towards yes. a common goal. You are hearing correctly. <laughs> yeah. You stress the value of having uh, a company mission or firm mission and, and stating your values around that yeah. and, and getting everybody kind of following Rallied. that and rallying, yeah, rallying around it. Um, I mean, do you, do you think that's a really hard concept for law firms? 
Because it kind of feels like it. It is. It is for, again, business. I, I kind of draw a lot of parallels. And it's not something that can be done in a day where you just bring everyone in the firm together and you're like, okay, we're going to set the culture, we're going to set the mission um, and our purpose and all that stuff. I think it's something that evolves over time. Uh, I don't know if I can think of any firms off the top of my head that have a really clearly defined mission. I just know that individual solos, I that mm -hmm. I well, they have a few employees that work for, for them, so small firms. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's again. It's not something that develops, but over time, I think as a as a leader, whatever is important to you, that's what you start attracting. That's what you build. That's that's who you hire. That's what you build around you. And so, on so flexibility, you talked about the importance of um, not making it a nine to five, come to the office job. So that like remote work, which is I mean, we have remote work in my company, okay. um, and and we've tried to really embrace that, but it requires a culture shift to not worry about butts in chairs mm. between the hours of nine o'clock in the morning and five in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. I can see from a law firm owner's perspective how that's a little concerning because if you don't see them, you don't know what they're doing. Are they delivering work? Uh, I, I think if you're hiring the right people, hopefully you're, you're good at hiring, you can trust that even though they're not there, uh, they are doing the work, but also having some component where there is still some FaceTime, even if they're not physically there. So we, there's yeah. Skype, you know what I mean? There's actual FaceTime. So if that's what needs to be brought into the, the, the new schedule that you want to set for your law firm, then do that. But expecting an employee to be in the office all the time, I think that's going to change. Uh, I think employees are happier when they're able to have some kind of flexibility because maybe they have family things they need to deal with other responsibilities where they can still deliver a great product, um, a yeah. great work product, but it doesn't have to be in the office. And, it, and it's there. maybe there's even a little tension here between the idea of, well, we want to be communicative and collaborative, but we don't really want to be in the office for it, <laughs> um, which is, a, it, it's not insurmountable. Yeah. Um, it just means, uh, I think every time, like this morning in Jack's keynote, um, word of mouth is still the number one way that people uh, get clients. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I think that millennials hear that very differently than a Gen X or a baby boomer. Yeah. Uh, a Gen Xer or a baby boomer hears um, having lunch with people and going golfing with people, and a millennial hears Facebook Messenger yes. and um, and iMessage and things like that. Exactly. Um, and and it, I think that's really uh, at the heart of this that what flexibility means to a millennial is different than what it might mean to a baby boomer or a Gen Xer, and you you have to find a way to merge those things together. Yeah, exactly. And it's and I think that's the challenge that a lot of law firm owners, just lawyers, are presented with these days. How do you uh, take this highly traditional profession and take the good that it has and, and incorporate some of the new elements of being online and all this other stuff that I covered today. Um, how do you merge the two? Because we really are at a point where we need to combine, take the good from the mm -hmm. traditional and then and, and take the, the great from the modern. So let's <laughs> wrap up with uh, how you started, which is the reality is your clients and your employees are going to be millennials. <laughs> So stop whining about it and start figuring out how to make it work. Yeah, exactly. Adapt, but also realize that the, that's it's a good thing. There are a lot of great traits in this generation. And obviously there are a lot of bad traits. That's true for any generation. But take the good and adapt and, and thrive and just become a better firm. Very cool. Thanks for being <laughs> with us today, Nicole. I really love talking about thank this. Thank you for having me. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode. I want to thank Nicole for joining us today. We also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard today, please rate us an Apple podcast. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. Thanks.
like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.